0: All right, all right, all right. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys a few questions. just want you, you know to participate, if you can, if you will. Those online, if you want to raise your hand as if you're in the house, you can more than you know be more than happy to do that. Uh, let me ask you guys this: Has anyone here or anyone online ever looked at someone and wondered how they got something? Right? Whether right? All said a toy or a cake or something. So whether it be uh, something monetary, something like a possession, or uh, whether it be platform, um, something that they, they might have gotten that you feel like they may not have deserved it, right? Especially if it's a promotion, if you were the one in line for that promotion and they come your way. Anybody else been there? Right? So when that happens, what's your first thought? Right? What what are you feeling like when that happens when someone made it out of the house that you wanted or the car you wanted or the relationship you wanted? Right? You've been in your word, you set yourself apart, you know, you're praying, you're fasting, and things just don't seem to be adding up for you on your behalf. You feel kind of left out, right? You feel kind of like, why not me? But when you say, why not me, you're kind of saying, why them? Right? So we got to be careful that we're not saying, why them? All right. So we have to stop looking at why someone shouldn't have something and start asking ourselves why it should be us over them. At the very moment we start asking why on someone else's increase, positive shift, perfect timing, it's at that moment we become a favor hater. So the name of this message is, don't be a favor hater. Let's start by breaking down the word favor and hater, right? The first word I want to actually start off with is going to be hater, okay? So I looked in the Urban Dictionary, right? So who in here has haters? Raise your hand if you got some haters. Two people. Raise your hand if you're a hater. Oh, we don't want to be real, right? Oh, we don't want to keep it honest? All right, let me do you one better. Let me do you one better. Raise your hand if you've ever been a hater before. Let's be honest, right? Let's keep it real tonight. I want, I want realness. Y'all, don't be lying in the church we in, we in the house we in church don't be in here lying now so let's break down what a hater actually is right so a, a hater is a person that simply cannot be happy for another person's success right <laughs> hold on hold on hold on I ain't dope the definition now hold on <laughs> stick with me so rather than be happy they make a point of exposing a flaw in that person so a hater is not always someone that wants what you have. A hater is actually a deflector of what you have. Try to flip the script, right? So what's a hater sound like? Say you hanging out with your friends or your, your girlfriends or your fellas and someone comes up and they have something that's nice on you know, or a nice watch, or some nice shoes, whatever the case may be. And you, ladies, but oh, girl, you're so beautiful, you're so pretty. Look at you. I love your shirt. I love your blouse. Love your shoes. But then, when you walk away, the friend that was with you turns to you and says, "But she need to do something about that head, though." That's a hater. That's a hater, right? A step further. Someone had just got a brand new home, beautiful house right 20 some 2,000 square foot beautiful home and something they've been saving up for very nice and someone gives them a compliment on that home and you know they leave the presence of that particular person and someone turns to you and says I hope they're gonna upgrade their car next that's a hater right what's that have to do with the home that God allowed them to be able to purchase and afford right now you hope they upgrade their car right so we got to make sure that we're not hating on people even for the monetary things that they have, take it a step further for the kingdom. Let someone say hey, they have the gifting of prayer. I mean, they could pray the roof off of a church. Just set the atmosphere off. I'm talking about just fire, brimstone, they interceding, they're petitioning, the words are actually getting to heaven, and they just do an awesome, amazing, God-sanctified prayer. And when that prayer is over, what do we say? Well, I'm glad that was over. That prayer was a little too long for me. How can I, yeah, yeah, now you're a prayer hater. <laughs> Went from a favor hater to a prayer hater. But how can we put limitations on what God is saying, right? If someone is praying, if someone is, is speaking on behalf of what God is flowing through them, and they're probably speaking into your life, you might want to listen, get something from them, get some of that power, draw what God is actually saying to them, and it may turn into your favor versus you being a hater. Right? But that's something simple. That's surface, though. So let's kind of dive into the word favor. Okay? Now, when we hear the word favor, our flesh automatically translate that into favorite. Right? Right? So when we begin, uh, we then begin to think God loves others more than some, not God's. So, so we're clear. We know that can never be true, that can never happen. God can't love others more than some it is impossible it's not in his nature and I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let the word speak it's not gonna be Jamal okay Romans 5 8 tells us but God and you guys could turn to that real quick if you want Romans 5 8 I'm really hyped right now so I'm trying to calm down <laughs> so Romans 5 8 but God demonstrates this is the new new King James Version but God demonstrates his own love toward us that's how it starts off who's us who are they talking about I didn't hear God loves few God loves some it says his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners Christ died for us right so y'all caught that right John 3, 16, you guys know this one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved what? What part of the world? The whole world, right? He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Not to mention, guys, we're made in his image. So why would God, who is the maker, creator of all things, make all of us in his image if he loved some over others. He said not he made a few people in his image. He said he made mankind in his image. Y'all follow me so far? So now we got, you know, the, the characteristics of God and his love for us, and we know that he's not picking favorites, right? Let's take a look at what favor is, okay? Now favor, I had to really pray about this because I really only uh, understood favor to be you know one thing and um that was like that increasingly exceedingly above all you can ask or think kind of favor, right? But but favor has prerequisites to it. Favor favor has levels to it. That's what I said. I, I didn't I didn't know that until, until God kind of gave it to me. Um, favor actually comes in the form, first and foremost of grace. So favor comes in the form of grace this is the first wave the first level of what favor actually is and it lets us know in Ephesians 2 8 through 10 I'll just read it real quick for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest anyone should boast for we are his workmanship created created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them What that is saying, guys, is that before we were born, before we did anything, before God actually put us on this earth, he already blessed us with his grace. We didn't have to earn it. We didn't have to work for it. We didn't have to do anything. But what people miss is that I want this. I want that. But they forget what's already been given. Right? So appreciate the favor that you have. If you can see, if you can think on your own, If you can talk, if you have movement in your body, you have health in your body, you are favored. But oftentimes, we want to fast forward to that other favor, right? Yeah, they want stuff. I want that new job. I want that promotion. I want that new house. I want that car. But you don't even appreciate the fact that you're alive. So we think that God, the creator of all things, is going to give us all of those desires of our hearts when we don't appreciate exactly what he put us here to do, which is to glorify him. So let's dive into the next uh, level of favor. Everybody follow me so far? All right, so this is the exceeding, increasing, more in abundance than we already have. Now, that is not meant to benefit people. A lot of people get this twisted as well. That kind of favor is not meant to benefit you or the person that's, that's receiving it. It's meant to glorify God. You guys know that? So, now that we know what favor is, even those who, who are, are walking in purpose, walking in obedience, doing all they're supposed to do, and they're getting all the things that, that God wants them to have, that's because God is trying to get glory from what he has given them, not necessarily what they deserve. Does that make sense? So, let's talk about favor haters, Okay. So who's the OG favorite hater, right? Or the, or the OFH, right? That's the original favorite hater. No, nah, nah, the, the, no, 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 hold on, I got you, follow me. The original favorite hater is the evil. The evil. Y'all know the evil. I'm sorry, devil. Y'all might know him as devil. I don't even want to get that dude the name no more. He ain't Satan no more, he ain't devil. His name is the evil. D-E-V-I-L, the evil. Okay, the evil—that's his name. So he was the one that thought he was, you know, so high and mighty. Wanted to be like God, and the, the minute he thought that he was God and he wanted glory like God, he was struck down like lightning. Christ, Christ, Christ explains it right. So that's the original favor hater, the evil. Okay. <laughs> now the next favor hater, and you guys, some of you guys actually said it. It was, it was, it was Cain. It was Cain. <laughs> yeah, it was Cain. Man. And the, for those who who don't know the story of Cain and Abel, um, Cain and Abel were the first children of Adam and Eve, right? Cain was a tiller of the ground. He he was a harvester, if you will. And Abel actually was a herd herdsman or or, or um, a shepherd. Thank you. Uh, so he worked with livestock, right? So in the story of Cain and Abel, Cain offers an offering. So does Abel offer an offering? Cain's offering is not accepted, Abel's offering is accepted. You're following? So a lot of theologians kind of go back and forth on like why Cain's offering wasn't accepted and why Abel's was. Some people say, oh, well, it must have been his heart. His heart must not have been right. The text didn't show me that when I looked into it to figure out if his heart wasn't right or if it was. Some people say, oh, maybe he didn't offer enough. Again, that's kind of, you know, left to your imagination. Maybe that's a possibility. The word doesn't tell me that. When I go to the word of actual, the story of Cain and Abel, uh, I want you guys to turn with me real quick to Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. We're going to dive into the first favorite hater on earth, Brother Cain. That's Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Alright So it says And in the process of time It came to pass that Cain brought an offering Of the fruit of the ground to the Lord Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock And of their fat And the Lord respected Abel and his offering But he did not respect Cain and his offering And Cain was very angry And his countenance fell So the Lord said to Cain Why are you angry? And and why has your countenance fallen if you do well will you not be accepted and if you do not do well sin lies at the door and its desires is for you but you should not but you should rule over it all right so so when I read that I'm not sure if you guys caught it but it said that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground the contrast is Abel brought his firstborn so the reason why what God kind of told me was, the reason why Cain's offering was not accepted is because he didn't bring his first. Now, although he might have gave a lot, that doesn't equate to, to best. Your first is your best, right? Now, God didn't accept Cain's offering, which means it was rejected. But unfortunately, Cain interpreted, interpreted that as ejection instead of rejection so we're going to break down exactly what that means God didn't abandon Cain I mean he, he talked to him he said Cain why are you angry now God doesn't ask questions he doesn't know the answer to God knows the answer he knows what Cain you know how he felt and he was in his feelings but he was trying to get Cain to uncover that for himself does that make sense why are you angry and why is your countenance falling in other words y- you do know why I didn't accept your offering right but don't worry, man. Hey, you do well. King. You'll, you'll, be right there. You'll be right back where I need you to be. God couldn't accept it because he wasn't able to God is, God is just, God is fair. God is never changing, right? So he wasn't able to accept it because it wasn't his best. God's not going to get your leftovers. He's not going to accept your leftovers. So if we're over here trying to offer God up leftovers, it ain't going to work. Change your plans, right? So Cain didn't offer his best because he didn't offer his first. And so like I said, it wasn't about Cain being rejected. Cain turned that into ejection. He just let him know that it wasn't correct. That's what God did. Rejection from God is an opportunity for correction. Not for you to eject your life from his presence and ultimately his favor. So don't allow rejection to turn into ejection from God. That makes sense? So Cain's brother Abel had an offering as well that was accepted because it was his first, which equates to his best. When Cain began to harbor jealousy in his heart toward his brother, at that very moment, guess what he became? A favor hater. Now we have to understand that even trivial favor hating, as we want to call it, you know, hating on a a lace wig or or hating on someone, let's just be real, y'all hating on someone's shoes but their car is nice whatever the case may be hating on someone's gifting if they're up here singing but you're trying to point out some flaw, some chink in their armor oh but they don't have this going on how is that benefiting you and how is that moving the kingdom of God forward let's all have a self-check self-reflection moment because we've all been guilty of it if you said you haven't been guilty of it I want to know what you I want to know I want to know who you are want to shake your hand. I want to get into your presence because you got something going on, but we all have done it. But if you are doing it currently, stop it. God ain't pleased because that's not your best. So if you're trying to offer yourself, you're not offering exactly what God is going to be able to accept. Now, God's not going to reject you because we said it before. He loves all of us, right? He made all of us in his image, right? So that means that he's waiting for you to understand what it is that you need to correct by showing you, by being in his presence, being in the word, but also he's going to reject it. But don't eject yourself from his presence. You guys follow me so far? All right, so um, how is favor decided, right? Well, first, that's actually, I'm going to read a quick scripture. You ain't got to turn to this. But First John 3.15 actually tells us that anyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. And no murderer has eternal life residing in them. So what did Cain eventually do? Eventually killed his brother. But I'm sure it didn't start off like that. It started off like, Hey man, God God likes your more than mine, man. And Abel's probably just as noble and humble. Well you yeah, I'm sure you'll you know, yours was good too, man. Yours was probably, you know. Maybe God wasn't able to get get, get right back out. Come on, man, do it, get right back out there. You got this. But then what, what happened? hatred, jealousy, envy, a lot of things, right? Like God said, sin is lying at the door waiting for us. So how is favor decided? Now the favor I'm talking about is the one that is increasingly exceeding above all we can ask or think, not the one that we already have, but we got to make sure we go through that first level first. So God has already been, has always been full of grace. That's why he sent Jesus. He saved us from our life of sin before we were born. So when we did arrive, We had an escape plan from the ills of this world and our inevitable future mistakes. God knew we were going to mess up when we got here. It wasn't a surprise to him. We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, so when we got here, he gave us Christ to be able to escape all those things. That's grace. I'm sorry, that's favor. And until you realize that, that other favor you've been longing for, desiring for, hating on people for, they got this, why not me? It's not going to happen for you. Alright. Now the cool thing is that God gave us favor on consignment. You guys know what consignment means? <laughs> Say what? No, not cheap. Right. So I'm gonna read what the definition of consignment is. Merchandise that is not owned by the party in possession of the goods. Right? He gave it to us before we actually deserved it, before we could like even walk in his grace or walk in his presence. He gave it to us in hopes that we would find Christ, find our way, find our design in him, and that we can actually walk in his righteousness. And so we can actually obtain that favor. Now, we didn't have to become righteous to earn his grace. We have to become righteous to walk in his grace we didn't have to become righteous to earn his grace we have to become righteous to walk in his grace now walking in his grace means we are abiding in his will walking in his grace means we are abiding in his will now turn to me real quick john chapter 15 verse 5 through 8 john chapter 15 verse 5 through 8 that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples now most people stop at ask what <laughs> you will ask what you desire and you start reading the rest of the scripture the very next line it says by this my father is glorified so remember that favor that you're favor hating people on it ain't for them and their benefit it's to glorify God in his almighty power okay so we can't just read some of the scripture, oh, so if I come to you and I ask you, and I, I'm gonna get it, it's my desire, Lord. I want desire Lord. But what are your motives? Is it for you? Is it for you to soak it up? Or is it for God to get the glory? Because if God's not getting the glory, God's not gonna endorse it, okay? Now, on the flip side, the enemy wants you to believe that you're not deserving of God's favor. So he causes division, Jealousy, discord, right? So we know what all those things mean, but when you actually read the scripture of what happens when you actually get consumed by what those things are and you start implementing uh, favor, hatredism <laughs> in the situations, you know, into the church or into your fellow believers, okay, calling, inventing sometimes you know uh, some people will look at it like well I'm just you know airing it off you know getting off my chest and we talked about this you guys talked about this recently you know about g- coming to your brother coming to you that, that's offending you but when we're up here and we're gossiping about who's who what's what what they drive what they look like where they work and their children all that stuff right so we have to, we have to make sure that we're not calling and causing division discord and disagreement because when you do that you are not one body Now you have people looking at you on your social media, checking you out, you posting all kind of crazy stuff, or maybe you posting a whole bunch of sanctified things, all the right stuff, saying all the right things, and your posts are all sweet, but you go to work the next day, and you gossiping. What's that saying about Jesus Christ and his body? make sure we're checking that stuff at the door, man. Let's not mislead uh, people that want to come into the kingdom and we're looking like, you know, rebellious people. That's going to turn them off and turn them away. And they're going to be like, well, you won't like that. I might as well keep doing what I was doing. I'm good. I don't need your Jesus, right? Let's not be those people. Let's be set apart. And we're not perfect, man. Being Christian does not mean you're perfect. It means we're imperfect people knowing we need Christ to get through this thing, right? So, um... The enemy don't come, do division, man, discord. In James 3:16 through17, you ain't got to turn to it, I'll read it real quick. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality. there go that, that favorite again. without what? Partiality. God ain't picking on you, man woman, God is not picking on you. God is not a bully. God wants all the wonderful things that he made just for us, made just for you, for your design, but it's for your design. Stop trying to catch up to other people's designs when you're designing your own creation of what God has made you. Walk in that. Appreciate that. Your gifting's not Someone else's gifting, their gifting is not yours, it's going to look different, it's going to sound different, it's going to be different, and that's okay, that's a beautiful thing, and that's why we're members of the body of Christ, right? So, we want to make sure that we're not misleading people, and we're also not misleading ourselves. Now, when we allow those lies to seep in, we become a favor hater right? God's favor is for all to enjoy and take advantage of, but it's up to us to take full advantage of its benefits. Now, when I went to college, I was saved a thousand times. Like, I was really college, high school, after college, growing up. God has saved me, spared my life in such a way that it's, it's truly a miracle that I'm even free. Like, I even have freedom. <laughs> I really mean that. Um, but, I guess then I, I looked at it like, man, I'm blessed or I'm lucky, but God was just, you know, sparing me time to get right with Him, right? So we can't look at it like, um, you know, oh man, I dodged the bullet this time. Let me go ahead and get in front of load the gun again. You dodged the bullet because God allowed that bullet to dodge you. You got to make sure you're not getting back in front to load the gun for 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 His uh, for it to go in vain. So my hindsight allows me to thank Him for those instances of safety. And my faith now allows me to thank him for future favor. Now, when you are looking for chinks in someone's armor after God has directed them, set them apart, they're growing spiritually, maybe they can't go out with you all the time no more. Maybe they can't answer the phone anymore as much as they used to. That don't mean they're changing their allegiance and too. That means they're aligning their allegiance and lining their life up with God. That don't mean they've abandoned you. That means they're being set apart. But when you are looking to disprove them as a worthy friend or or whatever the case may be, you're not looking to disprove them. You're attempting to disprove what God is doing in them. So when you're favor hating, you're actually hating on God. Let me read that again. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. So let me just say it again. Say it a different way. You are not looking to disprove them. You are attempting to disprove what God is doing in them. You are hating on God. You have now become an enemy of God. Oh no brother, I'm a Christian. I go to church, I lead this e-group, I lead this group over here, I'm reading my word every day, I'm praying. But you hating. Wow. So let's make sure that we're we're not hating because when you're hating, you're hating God's creation which is hating God. Favor wouldn't always come with an increase in pay, or the new shiny item of the month, or even popularity. Those things rust, moth, and are fleeting. Who in here has ever been laid off with no fault of your own? Like, you just won't do a nothing. Like, you just, they just came and just did, oh, some, some, some hands dropped. <laughs> some of y'all that like, no, I've been fired for some real reasons. Uh-huh. I ain't talking about those. That was self-inflicted. I'm talking about those who were laid off for no reason, no fault of your own. The apartment might have got shut down or something like that, right? I've been fired for stuff that I did, but I also got fired for things that weren't my fault, just being honest, right? <laughs> just, yeah, thank you. Just being honest, but I'm not going to up here and tell no lies. Um, how about wrecked a new car or broke something you just bought? Anybody wrecked a new car, yeah. and it was really not really like not your fault, really. Just this, this circumstance, happenstance, things happen, right? How about a group of people who just started hating on you? mean, like you know, like you, they were cool with you, then you know, i so they start turning real funny, flaky, and kind of wish washy Them sometimey people, right? You know, the, maybe your mist ran out. Maybe you not, you didn't, you know, you not, you don't have it going on the way you thought you did, right? That ever happened to you guys? So if we call all those things I just named That were once their favor Then what do we call them when they're gone (laughs) When you are living obedient life And things take a turn for the left Are you saying to God His grace is selective Isn't his grace for all of his children (laughs) It's sufficient right So Psalms 35 You guys could turn there real quick We'll take a look at it Psalms 35 I'm going to get out of here in one second Psalms chapter 30 verse 5 for his anger is but for a moment what's the next line say? his favor is for life weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning his favor is for life it didn't say it was for a second. It didn't say it was for a moment. It didn't say it was for a season. It didn't say it was for a few years. It said it was for life. But what do we have to do in order to really ingrain ourselves in that favor? We got to go back to what we read, read, read a little earlier. We have to abide in His will. It's all connected. The, the Word of God is connected text, living body. You guys know that, right? Living word, right? So we have to make sure that we stay connected. We, we abide in his will so his favor is for life. All right, so God is much bigger than uh, what he allows us to obtain monetarily. We have to stop using the world's measuring meter of tangible gain and equating that to God's favor. What he gives is eternally ingrained. What the world gives is an immediate exchange. You're immediately exchanging a fleeting feeling for a fleeting item you're immediately exchanging a fleeting feeling for a fleeting item so if you don't have God and you get all the stuff you want what do you have absolutely nothing you're gonna be sad you're still gonna be depressed you're still gonna have anxiety you're still gonna have all the worries and the woes of life but you win your whip though hey I got that new house, though, but without God, the center of your life, none of that's even going to matter. So stop measuring uh, what I don't have as a means of saying what God is able to do or hasn't given me yet, when you haven't even passed that first level of what favor actually is, and that's to appreciate that your bud is alive, all right? So what flavor is your favor? What flavor is your favor? Is there more connections in your business? Now, you know, guys, that's not to only get, that's not to get more money, but it's actually to pour into those you connect with to move the kingdom of God forward. What flavor is your favor? Is it a larger platform? Not to get you more popularity, but to proclaim Christ as king and bring others to the kingdom of God. Is there more time on this earth to repent? Y'all want to bypass that one, huh? If you in sin you might want to repent just a just a just a thought because if you don't it's not gonna end well you're not gonna be able to receive all the things while you're here on this earth that God wants you to have or maybe say you get all the things that you want but when you die you're not gonna go where you probably want to go which is hell for those who may not know I don't know who's listening online so all right so more time on this earth is that your flavor second peter chapter three verse nine well this is my scripture right here the lord's been really good to me and been very patient with me it says the lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness but is long suffering toward us not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance he's giving us time y'all he said it right there he's he, he just waiting for us to get our mind right get our life right focus it back on him, accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, activate the Holy Spirit, walk in his will, I know it's easier said than done, man, like I, you know what I'm saying, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes, done a lot of things, but you got to start somewhere, I I used to know this guy, I used to try to, you know, talk about God, you know, around him, and he'd be like, I don't want to hear that, man, I'm too far gone, right, like, what does that mean, you're too far gone, Paul was a murderer. Moses was a murderer. David was a murderer. And an adulterer. (laughs) Uh, Throw a little, little something extra on David. And that's the man that God said he had the heart for him. He was set apart. Greatest king of all time is David. But we too far gone? I don't buy it. All right, guys, so what flavor is your hater? Is it jealousy? Is it selfishness? Envy? Lack of self-value? Bitterness? Philippians 2.3 says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself. In other words, stop your hating. That's what I got from it, at least, when I was reading it. God said, stop you hating. And stop comparing what other people have to who you are and the value he put inside of you and your vessel. How are you operating your vessel at the the maximum level and what God designed it for? That's your measure. Not what other people have or what they've accomplished or what they've obtained or what they purchased or what they bought and all that stuff. You don't know they struggle, man. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their renovation looked like. You don't know what they had to endure. And they don't know what you had to endure either. But I don't mean you turn to somebody and be like they ain't all that they ain't got it going on that should be me and some of us may not want it, other people not to have it but we want us to have it in addition to but remember guys it's not to benefit us it's to glorify God alright so regardless of your hate a flavor it's all rooted in what God isn't ultimately if you hate on your brother or sister in any way loving God is impossible last verse I'm going to give you guys I want you to turn to this actually it's 1st John chapter 4 verse 20 we'll end with this one 1st John chapter 4 verse 20 if someone says I love God and hates his brother he is a liar liar <laughs> out the gate right read that again if someone says i love god i love god i love jesus man that should be my promotion can't believe they picked him over me man forget that dude i love god i love jesus no you don't you're a liar says right here in the word for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen how can he love god whom he has not seen And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be a favor hater. (laughs) All right, so let's all declare that we will not be a favor hater, which you guys just did. Rather, we will thank God for our greater favor. Thank you.